Hello, everyone. This is Ana Martinez. I will be your host for this podcast that is about spinning around, studying around the globe, uh, what to do, what not to do, some tips, considerations, help you find scholarships, some things that will suit you the best for your trip. So first, I want to tell you a little bit of my, my experience. My first, uh, I have been in two exchange uh, abroad from Colombia. The first one was to Toronto, Canada, where I practiced my English. It was all related to the language. I could have not worked. Um, Canada gave you the opportunity to be a part-time uh, worker if you are studying like a full academic course. Unfortunately, with languages, you cannot do that. You must be in an academic course, being like a full-time student, in order to get that possibility. Uh, I went there for a year. I chose Canada because that was, um, at the time, one of my friends was living there and he told me like, hey, you, yeah, we can live together, we can uh, come up with a solution for your um, accommodation. So I thought that was the best also because Canada is uh, one of the countries where you can find most Korean speakers and I really love Korean culture so I thought that I will be killing two birds with one shot so I thought like yeah I'm gonna do it and then um, I stay there I noticed that the language teaching style was different the approach they were really practical here in Colombia you found like, yeah, you will have interesting classes. It's pretty booked-based. Um, over there was also booked-based, but then the activities were a little bit different. You also found people from around the globe that they're also learning English and they're in the, in the process. So you actually will have to communicate all time in English. So it's pretty fun because you, you don't get the chance to like speak in Spanish at least not me I, I try to not spend a lot of time with other Colombians or Spanish speakers because I knew that as soon as I was with them I will start speaking in Spanish and I really wanted to practice uh, one of my tips for moving there is trying to get something or someone that help you in my case that was the first time living alone and choosing like an academy or something to practice my English I didn't, I didn't knew anything, so I got help from a um, company here in Colombia. They recommend me the school that best suit for me, for my budget. They recommend me um, where to live, and I think I received a lot of help because I had friends that were living in Canada. They uh, helped me stay. There, they let me stay with them for like a couple of days and and that really helped a lot until I, I could find like a place for my own. In my case, I stayed in a share house where I had uh, roommates from different countries and also it was amazing. Uh, I had the advantage that I knew how to cook. I'm a great cooker by the way. <laughs> I knew how to cook, I knew how to do my laundry, I knew how to do anything, everything, but still I got like some things that I didn't use, of course, I would call my mom, like, hey mom, this is a laundry machine. How, how it is supposed to work, I'm not sure. And then she will help me around. Um, I think 
maybe because it was my case, I was not um, pretty happy here in Colombia at the time. I didn't know what to do with my life. I saw like all my friends were starting their college. I kind of felt stuck. So I really wanted to leave the country. I, I wanted to do something. So I didn't miss much Colombia. Of course, I miss my family, but not the country. <laughs> so I was having a pretty good time there. I felt um, welcome. I, I felt loved at the time. All my friends were like, I really like spending time with you. And it was good because uh, when you're out there and you stick around all the international students, all you guys are going through the same. So you can understand each other, what you're feeling, the feeling of missing home, the feeling of being alone, not understand. And then like you all can like support each other. And I think that really helped me at the time to go through all that alone. And then my second, ex all that was paid by myself. Of course, not me, but my dad, <laughs> he helped me a lot. So. At that time, I did not have like any scholarship or help. That was right right after I finished my high school. I went there to study. And then my second exchange was um, last year, was from September 2022 until, until I'm sorry, until December um, 2022 as well, but I come here to Colombia on January 2023. And that exchange was completely different because that was an academy course. So I could have worked there. It was once again in Canada, but not in Toronto. This time was in Halifax, Nova Scotia. An amazing place, really small, but if you really like history, you will love the place has beautiful landscapes and side scenes that you will see like on the on the page. This time the university helped me here in Colombia. I'm majoring in uh, teaching and Spanish, uh, I'm sorry, English and Spanish teaching. And I got lucky because the partnership with the university also came with a scholarship by the government. So it calls ELAP English. Um, I forgot how, how is the, the thing. But yeah, the scholarship basically paid for my stay there. If this time I didn't have the scholarship, I would have not been able to be there. But something that I discovered when I was looking for other scholarships because I, I didn't know if I was going to get it was that there are a lot a lot of opportunities i'm telling you guys you need to look for them because some of them went missing or they expired and nobody applied because we are not aware of those scholarships or uh, some that i found a lot was that like right after graduation from high school they will give you like all the money that you need through your whole career through your whole major to stay there for your accommodation, groceries and stuff. But you need to look for them because there are a lot. I will copy some of the links where you can find a scholarship here through the page. This time I was also in a share house. I got lucky again because one of my roommates was also from Colombia. It was um, this amazing girl that we're friends. She will be here on the podcast as well. 
so she will tell you all your um, experiences. I did have already kind of like the practice of living alone, um, having to do all, all by myself, the groceries, the cleaning, the cooking, and everything. The university was pretty amazing. They help you with your um, transportation card. It's kind of like a sticker. They will have a lot of activities to introduce everyone. They will have this uh, first week where you all get to know each other. They will make like traditional things like apple picking things on, on August. And then in Halloween, like a movie time. It was, it was amazing. College life out there. It's pretty different from here in Colombia. We do have um, a lot of activities, but over there, they were kind of like in the movies. Uh, we get to attend to the sports plays like hockey, the football, uh, basketball, and it was amazing. The seasons, I really love cold weather. So for me, it was amazing because I knew how was the weather in Canada. And I really like cold weather, so I did not have any trouble with that. But something to have in mind to you all when choosing a place will be being aware of the type of weather that you're going to face. So for example, if you are really not a cold person, try to see which season are you selecting. Because um, I have the experience, one of my friends from high school, she also went to Canada Well, she was supposed to be there for a whole year, but then she come up earlier because it was too cold for her. She really was not liking it at all, wasn't staying at home like the whole time. So she, she decided that it was not good for her. So she um, came back to Colombia earlier. So have that in mind. Uh, on June, you have the summer, then you can go through all those... Um, months have in mind as well how long do you want to stay there so if it is your first time living the country and staying by yourself i will tell you to pay a lot of attention i don't know maybe not going for like a whole year but try to go like six months or four months so you can get that first kind of like experience Because if you go there for a long, long time and then you find troubles with the weather, with people, maybe you're shy, so you're not much of making like friends the day you arrive, then you will experience, of course, sometimes of loneliness. And it's good to have people that will back up to you through those feelings. Something that I will recommend to people is a lot of planning, even though I'm, I'm not the greatest at planning, actually. I, I tend to need people to help me, but it's okay to ask for help. If you know someone that really is good at it, for example, I, I really ask, ask my sister to help me with like booking the tickets or booking the, the place to stay because I don't know that. So, so maybe I will end up having like a cheaper flight, but with a lot of stops and like something crazy that it was not really worth it. Or maybe even that I need to have Um, certain paper to my visa or my paperwork which is something that you need to pay a lot of attention other things that happen to me if you're going for more than six months you need a study permit 
to go through Canada. This is all Canada. I am not aware how it works in other countries. But in Canada, you need to have a study permit if you're going to stay more than six months. If you're not, then you don't need the study permit. You can just get the, the visa and study there either way. But you can ask for the study permit. Why I'm telling you this? Because if you ask for the study permit, then you can get all this of an academic course. You can get the work permit. So you could be able to work when you are there. And that's a really helpful tool to have in mind. Also, it helps you in your banks when you're going to get a study um, uh, a, a card like a debit card they can help you getting like a credit card with the student permit and that credit card will help you to get like your credit scores experience and that's really helpful in my case I was done I thought like okay I, I went to the office the officer told me like hey you don't need to get the study permit I was like oh okay so I left and right after I left, I was like, oh, but I, I should have asked for it. I really wanted. So I could not work this time, unfortunately. But yeah, have in mind the weather conditions, um, your budget have that really stated once you're planning to go there. Try to, prior the trip, make like a budget list of how much of rent it is, how much will cost your phone, um, how much costs your groceries, how much costs transportation, and have that all planned. Because you may think that it, it is cheaper for you, but then in reality, when you're in a Latin American countries or countries where the currency is pretty low, when you have to convert that to dollars or to euros or to American dollars, that is a way difference. So for me, it was like almost three times a dollar. No, like right now it's like five times a dollar. So for me, it was pretty expensive even though over there was cheap. Have that in mind, have in mind the accommodation. You don't want to leave too far. Something that happened to me the first time is that when I stayed in one of my friends, I was living almost three hours away from the academy. So I had to take two buses that would take me to the train station. Then I will have to take one train and then the metro to go and the subway, I'm sorry, to go to the academy. And that trip back home as well. So that was not as useful, not that convenient. In the mornings, there was not that much of a problem. But in the afternoons, you will have these um, people was hanging out, people will go to a restaurant or will do certain activity, and you cannot because you live too far that you will miss the last bus and you cannot be there with them. So that's not that much convenient. And I guess that will be all. Enjoy as much as you can. Try to. If you are someone that don't take risks, try to take them all. Try to participate in every activity that they made. It doesn't matter if it's just like a drawing on a paper, but then do it because that helps you a lot to know more about people, to know more about yourself. These, um, these exchanges help you grow both professionally, academically, 
personally, and all the irresponsible for real. So yeah, hope you really like this part of the podcast. This was my experiences. I will have some guests that will tell you about their experiences. And then if you have something that you want to share, leave it on the box. And yeah, I hope you like this first chapter. Thank you all for coming and I hope we will see more episodes of this. Bye!